Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor, I'm here with Mike, and we're excited to be with you today. Uh, we want to talk today about dealing with Pride Month backlash. And I realize that that might be a little bit of an enigmatic title, but uh, what we're talking about is, is maybe we're going to try to give some context and, and provide some analysis for what lots of people and lots of Christians are talking about and observing in the society, which is larger socio-political kind of uh, groups or, or even companies with that kind of power uh, taking firm stances and then responding to some of the backlash that comes to that. We've seen that with major companies like Target and, and Starbucks and, and there's others as well. But Mike, we just want to talk about this today and, and maybe just uh, give a little bit of context for people to think about this. This will be a shorter episode, everybody. So um, stay with us for the next 10 minutes or so. But Mike, let me just ask you what, in terms of, before we do any analysis, what kinds of things are you seeing as we're in the middle of Pride Month right now? Um, what, what kinds of kind of either capitulations or, or you know, doubling downs are you, are you seeing out there? Uh, I'm seeing a, what I would call a reverse backlash built on lies. Kind of, and we're watching it kind of in real time, so it's interesting. Uh, so many people, by the way, are saying, how do we ever get a Pride Month? Wait, I never heard that we all decided we were going to have that, you know? And literally, it feels like it just cropped. It's like a weed that's in your yard that you didn't uh -huh. see three days earlier, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's like, wow, how did that happen? Um, but what's happening, I think, is kind of this mindset of how dare you question what is now accepted. Um, you know, Target saying they fear for their employee safety when really that's just, there's there's no mass looting, there's no mass riding, there's no mass burning. Isn't that interesting? We're like a mere two summers or three summers away from when that was going on for other issues. Uh, this is absolutely ludicrous. You know, uh, we're be, but we're being told you're hateful. You're causing people to commit suicide. You know, the whole suicide prevention thing for the trans community. It's like your whole identity is built on your every waking hour. You're thinking everyone has to agree with this flip flop. I've done this upside down. I'm calling black, white and white, black, good, good, bad, and bad, good. I'm, I'm calling male, female, and female, male. And I, I'm inverting reality and everyone is supposed to go with that. And if they don't, I'm in despair. That's just a really uh, sad way to live. So I think I'm seeing that kind of reverse backlash. But what I'm noticing is among Christians, there is this silence at times where it's like you think, do you agree with this? You know, like everyone says, oh, I want to reach people for Christ. But I'm wondering how many people are already thinking, you know, love is love and, it, you know, this, that and the other and, and almost buying all those lies because that's what they've been taught since they were really young or because they've just heard it for the last 20 or 30 years. I don't know. It's just, it's, I just feel like what we're seeing is a reverse backlash where companies are saying and even social. This is a social political thing. It's in politics. It's in the social uh, marketplace square. It's in just the public square. And it's like. Um, you know, this is the way it is and it must be this way. And again, you're hateful, you're bigoted if you're telling us a biblical truth because we hate God and we hate the truth. Unless someone says, oh, I'm a Christian. But then they, they're not really believing the Bible. They're, they've they basically mishandled the Bible and manipulated emotions. Hmm. You know, and, and some of them, look, some of the people are, they're truly struggling and they're sincere. But when you start to condone a lifestyle, when you start to celebrate it, and then condemn anyone who who gets anywhere near telling you you're wrong. There's something really wrong about that. So I don't know. That's what I'm seeing is almost like there's almost radio silence. 
hmm. unless you're like a, unless you're writing articles against it or doing a podcast like this, or you know bringing it up in a sermon as, hey, everybody be wary or whatever. And but there's almost like no one knows what to do with it. Yeah. You know, we, you and I were talking. We're gonna do a uh, episode in the future where it's like, imagine when the world, a world where, it's absolutely normalized and there's not even just a month. It's just all year long, which is kind of how it is now. But but I mean worse, where no one bats an eye, mm-hmm. which means then that Christians have been completely silenced. If that's the case, right? Hmm. So, the the and the and the Christians have have decided to be silent. Okay. So I, the the thing is, you know. Look, here's what it says in 2 Timothy 4. The time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. This is not talking about the world doing this. It's talking about the, the professing church doing it. And what I'm most, you know, if you call brokenhearted about is obviously people caught in sin but insisting they're free. But then, you know, accepting unbiblical things like the Southern Baptist or you know, fighting over whether they're going to accept women's ordination. And what many have pointed out rightly is that denominational cave-ins happen this way. You accept women's ordination, it leads to LGBTQ acceptance. Mm-hmm. And it, it might take five years, it might take 25 years, but it'll happen. And you see it with the United Methodists, you see it with the American Baptists, you see it with the uh, Anglican, you know, all, uh, excuse me, the um, PCUSA. Uh, PCUSA, the Episcopal Church, all of those right. churches. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it happens. So I don't know. What I'm seeing, I think, is we're in this muddy middle of this morass of mindless confusion and i think everyone's confused and 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 the people that feel like how did this overtake us and there's no way around it you know we're lost you know we're losing the battle and others going hey get used to it this is the way things are you know Mm. it's like lot in sodom he felt his righteous soul tormented day by day but he chose to live there yeah yeah I, i um I feel like the part of the reason that people are so confused is because all of these issues are just so multifaceted. Is that fair to say? Like, you know, yeah. for to ask a believer, hey, what do you think about Pride Month? Well, there's like a million different, you know, aspects to that conversation. You know, mm-hmm. you can talk about something, whether politically or socially, how different, you know, changes in the West have occurred over hundreds of years. Or it could go all the way down to here's my brother or, or cousin or friend who's struggling with gender identity. It's like the, the spectrum is so wide, you know, right. and there's just a lot there and there's a lot of emotions tied up in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels to me, and I could be wrong about this, but it feels to me like some of the larger corporations, and this is kind of what you're pointing out, Mike, that there might be some confusion even within their, I, I mean, practically, you know, corporations aren't like some monolithic, you know, everyone thinking the exact same way you have target and within target you have different departments and they're pushing for different things. And within different departments, you have different people who are pushing for different things. So sometimes I just wonder if maybe there's not as much clarity, uh, you know, even with internally within some of these organizations as it might appear uh, on the outside. And that could account for some of the seeming either changes or doubling downs or kind of drawing things back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling right now, but I think that I think an interesting question, I don't know what you think about this, Mike. Um, in terms of the corporation, some of the, the kind of noisier ones that everybody's talking about right now, do you think that the choices they're making and especially their, you know, endorsement of pride month and, and kind of waving that flag, um, do you think that that is a decision driven by the bottom line? Do you think it's driven by an ideological conviction by some combination of the two? Do you have any thoughts about that? I do. Um, I mentioned this last week on humble bold podcast. I think, I think, 
By the way, I think the noisy corporations, to answer your question, I think noisy corporations are just as confused as everyone else, okay? And I think that there is this mixing of ideological and bottom line. It's like you're confusing um, capitalism with communism <laughs> or, their, or socialism. They're, they're saying, I want my capitalism with my communism or, or my mm. socialism. Like everyone's got to agree with me Oh, but you can just choose to 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 go wherever you want to buy your goods, um, and there are some companies saying we don't want your money. Which again, I think Tanner brought that up last week. You know what? <laughs> okay, we'll put that on your company's tombstone when you don't exist any longer, right? <laughs> like Target's going to have "tuck friendly" as on their tombstone. Um, the thing is, uh, Target doubled down, Starbucks doubled down. All these companies are like, oh, and here's why: because the the political action groups, the social action groups, are saying, oh no, you don't. We have you. We have you by the short hairs. We have you in our back pocket. You have to do what we have told you to do because so many millions, billions of dollars have gone towards lobbying for this, which is one thing I want to mention. And I know this is, we said this can be a briefer podcast, so I'm going to say one thing and then pass it back to you to pretty much close it off for today. We've got much more for next week, okay, about what do you do when you're struggling? What do you do with the noisy corporations? What do you do with identity issues and what do you do with being brokenhearted for people caught in sin but insisting they're free? And what do you do with helping people who struggle while not giving permission? All of that. But let me mention this one thing. And I would just ask this question to someone who is struggling with gender identity or any of these things. And maybe you don't know the answer, but I think it's just, it's just something to think about. How much is your struggle from your own heart and how much from the agenda that's been pushed upon and largely normalized in our culture. And I think we don't know even how to answer that, which is why the corporations are struggling, which is why people who are struggling are struggling. People are struggling with it or actually not struggling with it now. They're just celebrating it. I was watching a video with my wife last night. and It's like this, you know, really young person is saying, uh, you know, we're talking like, you know, eight or set or, or nine year old saying I'm non-binary. And that is a good thing, even if you say it's not a good thing. Well, when you grow up with that, think about it, that's child abuse and, and they're calling it like good. Um, so I, I just think, you know, how much of our confusion is from our own hearts and how much from the agenda is being pushed. We don't know where one ends and the other begins or one begins and the other ends. I, I, we just don't know. And, and we feel I think everyone is in confusion, even those that are diametrically opposed to God. Because they're like, is it our bottom line or is it our ideology? Hmm. And they realize it fully is their ideology, which is why some companies right this moment are backing off. And in one way, it's kind of like they're doing us a disservice because we don't know who to go. <laughs> if you're going to not do business with them, you don't know who to go away from. You're like, wait, are you or aren't you? you yeah, know? yeah. Because it, all this has been hidden for so long. Yeah. These Some of these agendas. Yeah. It's, yeah. Again, multifaceted. It's confusing. Right? Yeah, lots yeah. of layers. And um, oh, I had a thought while you were talking, and now it's it's not coming to me. Um, well, that's all right. Maybe it'll come before I wrap the this up. The thoughts while we talk. I t- you know what? I always have that too. And it's like, if I don't write it down, it just kind of flies away. I should have written it down. Yeah. I, it was going to be really good, listeners. It's going right. to be really good. No, um, you know, I was just thinking, um, oh, this, I just came to me. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something and then we'll, we'll wrap this up. But the thought that came to me was just that in light of what you're saying, like a nine-year-old or an eight-year-old or whatever saying, I'm non-binary, um, many unbelievers, you know, just secu- secular people who are writing and observing these things, they're observing the the reality of the you know agenda and and the way it's driving people towards hugely larger numbers of of you know quote non non-binary or being yeah. somewhere within the lgbtq plus you know camp and having that as an identity 
Um, so I think that can be, you know, just for perspective, you know, for a believer to recognize, yes, uh, Satan is the, you know, the God of this world, the spirit of the power of the air. He influences the way that individuals, you know, go and the way the nations go. And he's having, you know, uh, the, uh, he's having an effect in this country, even concurrent with the judgment of God falling on this country, Romans one, people pursuing unnatural sexual desire. Um, that's all part of it. You know, when God's judgment comes, this is what it looks like that people would be affected by those kind of narratives, those kind of agendas to make these kind of sinful choices. Um, so I think that gives some, you know, perspective. Um, Mike, anything else from you before we close? One other thought I'm having is, is you know, another thing that we're going to need to bring up, I think, in, in a future episode is those that are detransitioning. And again, people are trying to silence these voices, but the utter, and this, this is, we've been watching some, my wife and I have been watching some things on this, and it's just, it's heartbreaking. Hmm. It is heart-wrenching. The utter distraught confusion of a person who has come to their senses but has already cut off body parts and has already passed the point of no return in the sense of making themselves into the other look like the other sex and watching the videos of people saying like I did this to myself I have to live with this and I don't want to be like this I want to be normal hmm. and and it's just it's just it just feels crushing wow yeah yeah that is crushing I was going to read from Psalm 131 to close us. Um, it says, Oh Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. Mm-hmm. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. Oh Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Um, it can be convicting to me to think how often, how much time do I spend worrying about these things or, or being stressed about the future of America compared to the time that I'm praying and, and expressing trust in the Lord, you know, and hope in him, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Uh, the Lord is on the throne, even as things go the way they do in America. So I think with that, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, listeners, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, God bless you. We hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you next time on the podcast. 